Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Lamps podcast. I am Kyle Radke here, as always, with my good friend Julian Andrews. Julian, um, happy Friday. Yeah, you too. You Which too. I think we did the power rankings. I think Friday was our number two favorite day of the week. That's true. The last time we talked. Long time um, listeners will know. <laughs> long time listeners, uh, all the 13 people. Right. Um, all right, Julian, we have some. We have a special guest, which we'll introduce here shortly. Um, but I think first, let's go over some Wolves news. So um, we talked on uh, Tuesday, Wolves lost to the Wizards. Uh, the Nuggets lost to the Spurs, which was like a real buzzkill because... Uh, just to get that six seed, it, it kind of rules you out. So um, Wolves beat the Spurs last night and almost scored 50. The Wolves almost lost the game by trying to <laughs> trying to get them 50. But uh, it doesn't matter because the Nuggets beat the Grizzlies. Um, Wolves host the Clippers on Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. That'll be at Target Center. Um, I'll be there. I'm excited. Um, it'll be fun. Um, and I shouldn't say it doesn't matter because it does matter because you get those, those, those wins, those, um, like we talked about getting, getting confidence going into the playoffs. Um, so if they win that game, they play the Grizzlies, uh, in a seven game series. And then if they lose, they will play the Spurs or Pelicans, the winner of that game. And that'll be on Friday. So two home, I mean, one, one home game, no matter what, uh, two, if with, with a loss. So, um, any thoughts, Julian, on, not really. I mean, I don't know the, we've been trying to put out a lot of optimistic takes, like I think in the last three, four weeks, but we kind of always knew this was coming, right? Like this has been the most likely, likely scenario, scenario yeah. for a very long time. And so I'm just kind of ready to be done talking about it and like yeah. being ready to start about talking about this actual game and then hopefully like watching the actual game and hopefully watching the Wolves win the actual game. So I don't know. I'm, I'm glad to get into the, the actual playing basketball part of this. Well, it is interesting though, right? Because like we were st- we're still in a scenario where like, or we were where like if if the I don't know I, for me, there's something to be said for like you were in the final four games with a chance to get the six seed, um, yeah. which it's it's closer than I thought it was going to be. Totally. To be honest. Um, all right. Well, um, let's get into uh, kind of the the meat and potatoes of our podcast. Um, we've been talking about getting more guests on the podcast. And it really doesn't work out because our schedules are so crazy all the time. And then trying to line it up with a third person is nearly impossible. Um, 
somehow we got this to work. Um, Jordan Die, who you people, uh, Timberwolves fans, you'll recognize from sitting courtside at games. Um, I I recognize him because I, I, I play basketball with him a handful of times, um, and, and I consider him a friend. Uh, Jordan, welcome to the pod. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Um, what is it like? You're like a you're like a mini celebrity now. Like when when I say that I know you, it's like people don't believe me. They're like, you know Jordan, and I was like, wait, what happened? Like, what is is? And then I watched the games, and I'm like, oh yeah, he is a big deal. He's like a Minnesota icon. How does it feel? You're a Minnesota icon. You actually like that's real. That's a real thing. Oh uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun, uh, especially recently, and now we've been better. It's be out at restaurants and at the bar and stuff, and have people coming up and saying they recognize me from the games and whatnot and talking about it. So it's fun, fun being able to talk to people about, about the wolves. And, um, you know, I think having colored hair helps. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, it's been fun. It's, uh, again, fun being able to meet like all different people through that. Um, and just wolves fans and sharing that mutual interest, which has not been there as, you know, the last when we haven't been as good. And, um, so yeah, it's been fun. Jordan, how'd you like, uh, as somebody who doesn't know you, like how, how did you, you know, how did the Minnesota Timberwolves kind of super fan to begin? Has it always been there? Like what's the history? For sure. Yeah. So started going, um, probably first game was when I was three or four, um, like 94. Uh, my dad went to like the first game uh, mm-hmm. at, at the uh, Metrodome. Yeah. So we had, we had season tickets like my whole life uh, and I like some of my best memories were going to games with my dad and um, it was right in the heart of the KG years and all the playoffs and all that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, And then stuck through, I mean, we had the season tickets through all those 15, 21 seasons, Mm -hmm. uh, the ups and downs. And, um, but then, yeah, I moved out to LA for a year in Seattle for a little bit um, and came back and my buddy Craig moved back. uh, He's my business partner as well. Um, moved back and had the courtside seats. So it worked out nice as uh, <laughs> kind of coming back into town and Wolves are getting good again. So it's been great. Like talk to me about the vibes. Cause like, I, I mean, I worked for the team for seven years and you could argue that it might've been the worst seven years to work for, for the team, right? Like they, oh, we yeah. the one Jimmy Butler year and then yeah. um, it kind of wasn't fun anymore. But um, like this year, it just like, I mean, I, I've probably been to, I don't know, 10 to 10, 10 to 12 games. And besides maybe that first month, like they're, they're all sellouts and a, you know, a sellout is a sellout that, 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 that is what it is. But like just the energy overall in target center is like completely different. And uh, obviously the team has a lot to do with that. Like when the team is winning, it's easier to get excited. I think like, honestly, a lot of what you do helps. Like, I think like people like look at around and they're like, Oh my God, like, okay. Like this is what we do. Um, for you, like what, what, what's the difference with, with the vibes, uh, just around target center and like d- just a, probably a lot better place to be than it has been. Yeah. In the last oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, it's like night and day from, especially, I mean, you know, COVID hit and all that. So that was, um, but before that it was, you know, it was very just stagnant, stale, not many people showing up. Um, and again, like you said, a lot of that comes with winning, I think, um, ant coming in, uh, Finch, new ownership, all that, I think, you know, definitely helps. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's crazy how much difference it is and just so much fun in there. It's like a place to go now. Um, you know, like 
again, I've had, I had season tickets that whole time and I would have to beg people to come with me sometimes. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's just such a different, different atmosphere. And, and again, it's, I think a lot, a lot contributes to that. And, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's great having, it's such a good direction right now and all that. So like, does it feel because I get this sense that like, does it feel like we're uh, obviously we're always a real basketball team. I don't mean to like disrespect anyone, but like for a while there and like, I love like, I, this is no disrespect for anybody, but like, I love uh, Ryan Saunders. I love Sam Mitchell. I love flip. Like I love flip. Like he was one of the best and like, but I think like eventually the the first go round of flip. And then I thought, I think we were like stuck in this wheel of like bringing back people we were familiar with. Yep. And maybe bringing back like certain types of players that we were familiar with, yep, and right. and it and like you know I think some of it like Finch certainly has helped like getting guys with like attitudes and personalities like like Ant and like D'Lo, and I think that's helped with Cat a lot. I think because I think there was a thing called like that that you know I, I think veterans thought of as like Cat fatigue, and it was like this young guy who didn't really know how to act around people and like because literally that's every young person, by the way. So I don't mean to like be hard on cat, but like, and, and I think like he found out who he was. And then I think like you get, you get Mark Laurie and you get Alex Rodriguez and you add some swag to the team. And I remember like looking at the Toronto Raptors, this must've been like three years ago when they, they had Kawhi and they made that run. And even before that, I guess, but their branding of like, we, the North and like every game you watch, you're like, this looks fucking cool. Like I want to be a Raptors fan. Like right, I like yeah, the Raptors yeah. and it seems like the wolves are like kind of heading in that direction. Um, I, I, I don't really have a question for you there, I guess, but like, just do, do you want to maybe um, yeah, talk about I, like, Am I right or wrong? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like we went out to uh, Los Angeles early in November um, when they played the Clippers and Lakers back to back. And it was like at the hotel and all that people, People would see us with Wolves gear and we're like, oh man, that, that guy Ant is is something. Like he's just so there is, you know, there's definitely that like going out of town and stuff. People, people see it. Um, just friends from out of town that, you know, have known that I've been bent on me for <laughs> cheering for Wolves <laughs> through all those years. Um that are now of, it pays off. Yeah, that see it, yeah. you know, now, now kind of see that it's there is actually something there. So um, and like you said, I think. I, like I really wanted to see Ryan Ryan Saunders succeed. Um, got, you know, Flip Flip was part of that era of, that I grew up in and loved watching. Um, but I think you know he got thrown into such a tough situ- situation. Yeah. He so Impossible. Young. He was so young. Like you said, the franchise just it kept bringing in similar players. Um, so I think that just like bringing that fresh out of the organization, um, I think that helped. Uh, even, you know, we got slack for it because it was mid-year and kind of did, you know, how it went. But I think it was the right move. And I but, yeah. you know, I think that made a huge impact on, you know, the whole team and organization. Yeah, I think we've talked about this a lot, Kyle, how it's like it's not how they went about the hiring process was obviously flawed. But the, the end result of it being Chris Finch, you know, he's been awesome. Yeah, I've never just hiring him. It's just like no, kind of how they did it, yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, the more that comes out about kind of the Rosas era, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> not maybe, not maybe surprising that there was some stuff going on that wasn't, like, totally great. I, um, I, I have plenty of stories off the record for both of you. I'm like, how that, yeah. Like, it is. Oh, wow. 
But I mean, as much as you know, we talk, it's really good to give Finch kind of the credit where credit is due because he's helming the ship. But I, I just so much of this, I feel like just does really come back to Ant and not only how good he's been, but just like the cultural presence that he's been and how much he like leans into being this public figure in a way that Cat just like doesn't want to. And when Cat doesn't have to do that, yep. I think it makes Cat a lot happier. Like Cat has seemed a lot happier and obviously he's had a really hard year for a lot of reasons, but like Cat seemed happier than anytime I've was when I was around the team and I, I Kyle, maybe his rookie year or whatever he was. Yeah. He was good. He was, I don't know. Just like, did, what does cat now in terms of his like attitude and general disposition? How does that compare to like the early years? Cause I kind of missed those. Cause when I was there, he was, when I was with the wolves, he was kind of not happy any of well, the time. Yeah. I don't know if this is for me or Jordan, but um, maybe both. Uh, when he yeah. got drafted, I mean, he had that energy. He had like that kid's energy mm-hmm. because it was like him, Zach, Andrew, and right. everybody kind of bought into the fact that like we're building something. And then I think like flipped eyes, um, which everybody obviously was super, um, you know, sad about. And it's just a devastating mm-hmm. thing. And suddenly the vision goes from flip to like Milt Newton and Sam Mitchell. And I don't think Sam Mitchell vibed a lot with with some of the younger players. Um, and then I think Carl just got worn out of like new coach, new front office, new and this. And then and then it's like the Tibbs Jimmy thing, which like two guys that literally couldn't have been worse for Carl's personality. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 it seems like he is happy. Um, Jordan, like you are like because Julian, you brought that up against uh, with Edwards, right? Like, obviously, I think we can probably all agree like he's one of the top 10 young players in the league. Um, but in the NBA, it's so much about like style and culture and like we always joke about how like the NBA is the only sport that you can like not watch a single game and you still know 30 guys in the league. Um, what has Ant done for like, I, I don't like, I'm like the last person on earth that should use the word swag, but like what has he done for the swag and like, just like the overall, like bringing up the team as like a, like a, I mean, you mentioned it when you were in LA, but like what, like just bringing the, the team on the map in that regard. Yeah, I think, I mean, just all that together, I think him and also Pat Bev, you know, just bring yeah. that culture um, and just that excitement, you know, the charismatic, you know, he's just such a charismatic, um, like his interviews, you know, all that it just, I think, draws that outside. At, and now, you know, with a good team now, or, you know, in the play-in um, playoffs, uh, like now it's, you know, charismatic and, amazing player on a good team and, you know, not, not one of the, you know, losing team and stuff like that. So I think that all that kind of con- contributes to it. Um, but yeah, I think he's just such a great kid and like hard not to love, you know, it's just everything that comes out of his mouth is just like, you just kind of <laughs> have to laugh at. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, again, I think all that combined is his play style. Um I think that, you know, all that just brings the entire team up. I think the confidence of the team, the, like you said, the swag of the team um, as a whole, I think. Um, and I agree. I think, like you said, I think um, taking some of that off of Cat and like being having that ain't being in the limelight. Um, I do agree. I think that does, you know, takes some pressure off of Cat. And, you know, it does, he doesn't have to be, you know, somebody's not and like try to, you know, and, and just, you know, they both yeah. themselves and, and kind of pair off each other with that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's I think it's just been great all around uh, for 
just the whole team organization, fans, all that, you know. Uh coming with being a, a like a loud fan with uh maybe like uh dyed hair and the you know jersey and and being like loud and rebunctious which is certainly a good thing with that comes maybe some disagreements with other players um i think probably most notably like recently that sun's game which is just a chippy game all around um yeah, yeah. And I, like and, and devin booker um, may have said some choice words for you. Um, we won't say it here. You can find it on on social media. But you got like, you got like plenty of hate for that from oh, like, yeah. Suns fans. Um, right. Like, and you didn't really even do anything. I don't think. Oh, but no. um, what what is that like? So I'm, I'm guessing it's probably not the first time that's happened. I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. But was, um, so we kind of the last game there in town, we had we kind of gone back and forth a few different times. Uh, he had like twenty something free throws. So you know, I was asking he's going to keep getting bailed out. So kind of we're just going back and forth that whole time. Yeah. Uh, so like this last one, it was pretty, I mean, it was early in the first quarter. So it was kind of, I was just getting going. <laughs> so he was like, <laughs> I think he was like, all right, like I already know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's funny. It's, you know, a lot of depends on who, but like a lot of them are usually pretty cool about it. You know, it's like, I, I'm never, you know, I am saying stuff that's within the game, you know, never. Yeah disrespectful or you know like i said to Devin booker get your weight up like you know yeah nothing you know nothing crazy um so i think that too you know there's a lot of them that you know i've became friends with afterwards or like damian lee uh reached out to me like we talked a little bit after the game and then um reached out to me on instagram and was like appreciate you being respectful um you know stuff like that and got him yeah. some of my clothes and Wore it the next time he was in Minnesota on the way in. So it's like, you know, stuff like that where it's obviously it's Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, probably not as big a fan of me, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So but yeah, but you do, I mean, like obviously the Wolves players um seem to love you. Um, but like I mean I mean like granted, like some of the former players too, but that is kind of cool. Like do you do you find yourself in like an interesting position of like granted, like because I I guess I was in a weird role with the Wolves because I was like half media, half team. So like you want to be like friends with the players, but like you, you also can't be really. Um, for you, it's totally different because like you actually can be friends with the players and it seems like they really respect you and like actually like there's a difference between like crazy fan who like yeah. wants them to, you just like sign them chest, their chest and like a cool, <laughs> like like an actual cool fan that seems like one of them. Um, yeah, like just like, do, I mean, 10 years ago, were you like being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to talk to right. you know, yeah, Damian yeah. Lee. He's going to message me on Instagram after the game. Right. Or like, I'm going to like hit up Jalen Noel or, uh, you know, McLaughlin or like, you know, D'Lo or Towns or whoever it is like that. That's kind of wild. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely like, you know, as a as a kid, I would have been <laughs> like, you know, no way. Like, what? You know? what? So, yeah, it's been fun, especially, you know, the, especially when I was younger, like. I'm 30 now. So when I was more 20, early twenties, um, uh, it was like when Rubio and D will were on the team. So, you know, they're, it's fun hanging with them. They're, they're good buddies still. Um, but yeah, it's like, like you said, it's as a kid, I would have, you know, I, it's like a dream come true, you know, all of it. So <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So as we head into this playing game, like, I don't know how is a fan has a longtime Wolves fan who's been like burned many times before for, you know, how do you kind of, how do you get yourself in like the right 
mental state for this, you know, because like this could be like a great night for the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. but if they lose the game. It's like, what does that make you feel about the rest of like the rest of the season? Like what's kind of your mindset heading into this? Yeah, the, the Clippers one does is a little, you know, they got they scary drops <laughs> are coming back and ha- that hasn't been there. Um, and Clippers usually play pretty well against us. Um, ideally, I would like to win that one and have right. Memphis. Um, but I also like Pelicans and Spurs, I'm a little less worried about, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like you said, it's, I'm usually over, I'm like, kind of overly optimistic, I feel like, <laughs> as a Wolves fan. So gauging that as, you know. That's good, though, I think. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of pessimistic the, Wolves fans. The <laughs> possibility what? of two losses that yeah. you need to brace for. <laughs> and I already what? told homies, I said, yeah, like, you probably won't hear from me until July. <laughs> if that happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, what? okay, that's a good point, though, because I was talking to some buddies last night about this, like, I think at the beginning of the year, if you said that the Wolves make the plan and you finish with 46 wins or whatever we're going to end up with, um, if you end up in the plan and you don't make it, I think people would say, well, that's probably a success given where we were at the beginning of the year. But I think that we're at the point now, like the comparison I made was like, okay, let's say you're you're training for a marathon and you're like, I want to hit four hours. That's my goal. But then you get training and you're like, oh shit, like I can hit like a, I can hit three hours and 20 minutes. Like, okay. And then you run the marathon and you run a 355. And it's like, well, that still seems like it's a failure considering where you were. So if the lose, like if the Wolves were to lose both games, like how do you gauge the season? Like, obviously I think we made the right steps, but like, how do you look back at it and be like, oh, this is a, <laughs> this is a very confusing thought. Like what, right. like, what was this season? Yeah, no, I agree. I think cause it's, you know, and, and like you said, the expectations, I think definitely changed throughout the season. Um, and you know, it's it's tough because it's like now it does feel like it's a little bit more of a um, kind of a hit versus where, you know, beginning of the season. I, if you would have told me that, it would, wouldn't have been, you know, I've been happy with that, I think. Um, yeah. But it's just, you know, there's so many chances so close to that six, five seed um, that make it a little tougher to accept, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um but it's it's tough. Like I feel like as a whole, you know, it's they've made so much progress. Um, like I think the chemistry is so well. Again, Finch has done such a good job. Um, Beverly's, you know, coming back. Um, so it's it's tough because I, you know, I, I do think it is. It still is a win. You know, if we, yeah. you know, even if we do, you know, I think we're still in a good place. And um, but it's you know it's tough to except that I guess at this, this point in the season a little more. Um, and I think would feel, obviously feel a lot better going into next season, you know, with at least getting ants and playoff experience. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Getting, getting four or five games against the the Suns, or maybe like five or six against the Grizzlies. Yeah. I think that'd be huge. Yeah. Cause yeah. the Grizzlies series is like pretty winnable. I think mm-hmm. um, I know just disrespect to the Grizzlies cause they played oh, right, so well. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. Um, all right, we have, I have two quick questions, Julian. I don't know if you have any more. Do you have any no, more? I'm good. Cool. I, I told him 20 minutes and we're at 23. Um, maybe I have three. I have three questions then. Um, all right, what is your prediction for the playoffs? Who's winning the NBA championship this year? Man, Suns have been so hot. So hot. Um, they 
I, it's hard to say though. Is playoff wise, I don't know. Um, they've been so good in the regular season, but I a little shaky on. You know, there's so many good teams. Uh, once, especially once playoff hits, and there's so many guys who have been there before and can just turn it on. You know, to a different yeah. level. Um, Philadelphia, I think, is interesting with now that they've got uh, Harden and Embiid. The two of them have been. I'm not a big fan of either of them, but the two of them have. Yeah. Other um, Nets, you know, too, are an interesting one. I at the beginning of the season, I would have said more of a shoe in oh. at this point. It's a little right? less. But, yeah. Um, again, they had you know Kyrie Durant. All them can they can turn on kind of whenever. Um, and then if Ben Simmons comes back, um, but I, I Suns, I think it would be my would be my number one. I think Suns Philly would be probably my matchup matchup prediction yeah maybe no, i think Milwaukee, I don't, I, not a, not a, we'll probably go into our predictions like earlier this week i think the suns i think like suns and bucks suns and 76ers suns the east is so weird so there's like five mm-hmm. teams that and then it's like whoever plays toronto in the first round is such an interesting oh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. because like if you're not vaccinated you can't yeah. play there um that's a real curveball um, yeah, right. Yeah. If only they would have told us to get vaccinated earlier, <laughs> and people had to, and people had time to prepare for this. Um, all right, uh, Jordan, tell us about um, like your clothing brand, Lamb, Chop, Lamb Chops. Um, like, I, I, players wear it all the time. Um, <laughs> you 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 do a decent job of promoting it on social, but like, um, just tell us about uh, your your brand. Yeah, so uh, I have two brands: Shepherd Goods and Lamb Chops. Um, so Shepherd Goods is like the little sheep um, kind of logo. Um, and then Lamb Chops, which is what I've been kind of focusing more on, um, is the little cleaver, which is kind of all over the place right now. Yeah. Um, so it kind of symbolizes like how the butcher cuts the bad parts out of the meat to make the best cut of meat, kind of the bad, bad parts out of your life to make the best version of you, essentially. Um, but yeah, I've been doing it for close to 10 years now. Um, and just, yeah, it's been been fun to a lot of like shorts t-shirts uh sweatsuits um jewelry stuff like that um but yeah it's been fun now you know being able to get it to the players and um now being at like more comfortable with the quality and designs and stuff like that and you know getting some of them to rock in the tunnel and so that's been yeah that's been cool that's been cool to see because i remember um not like by any means like when we used to play basketball together um, but like, I remember like five, six years ago, you know, I was like, Oh, this Jordan guy. And he's, um, you know, I'd recognize you for, from, from, from some games and sporting events, but didn't really know what you did. Then I saw it and I was like, Oh wow. And then like fast forward to now and like, I see it everywhere. And like, maybe, you know, it's, maybe it's different cause I wasn't looking as much back then, but it does seem like over the last five or six years, you've really found a lot of success in that. Um, and clearly it makes you, makes you happy. And, um, I think that's pretty pretty uh apparent so um good job by you that's that's super cool thank you i really appreciate that that means a lot um okay talking about basketball this is more of a selfish question because i want to know this for me <laughs> um but what okay describe your game who who do you like your basketball game who do you compare it to on the timberwolves <laughs> i actually i know what i would say for you but i'm curious what what you would say okay i instant thought i would say j mac okay all right uh, I was gonna say Jordan. Uh, I was gonna say uh, uh, Noel. That that was that would be my second. I would say. Um, yeah. 
because um, yeah. you you do a you do a pretty good job of getting that middle that middle range spot, um, and you can kind of yeah like I don't the thing is I haven't played with you in so long. I know yeah um, right, and that's I haven't played much recently either. Yeah, I played good. I played yesterday and it wasn't great. Yeah, it used to be the only thing I could do was shoot, and now it's I can't do that at all either. <laughs> so can still run, Kyle. I can still run. Yeah. What what? Give me my game. What's what's well, my I game? Just, I was just gonna say, I, whenever I get matched up against you, I'd be all right. Like at eleven a.m., I'm like, man, I'm just waking up. I gotta grab Kyle just, and just, <laughs> just yeah. backward cut, run around, nonstop energy, find his spots. So yeah, his uh, definitely. Definitely uh, quick and get to the bucket. And then, that's that's you know. the nicest thing I've ever. I had Amy as a jumper then, so I I don't have it anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like now I'm like a poor man's version of like Matthew Delvadova, um, <laughs> which like Matthew Delvadova before was like the poor man's version yeah, of like, a say. good player. So I'm just like a poor man's version of a poor man at this it's point in my life. I'm 31. Yeah, I'm I'm body's deteriorating. Story. Yeah. Um, sweet man. Well. Um, I'm so excited to watch the, the, the play in, um, I have tickets on Sunday's game too, against the bulls. We'll see if we go. Um, but we'll be there on, on Tuesday. I'm so excited to, to, to just for wolves playoff game and like the one game playoff and, you know, and, and, you know, maybe we get two games. That's all right. Um, and, and, you know, win that game and hopefully play the suns, but, um, great to have you on the pod. We appreciate it. We know you're a busy guy. Um, fans like look for jordan on the sidelines because now you now you know who he is and you hear his voice he's a good guy um yeah man thank you so much we appreciate it oh yeah appreciate y'all for real thank you